We are live. Newsday Tuesday. How you doing, man? All right. How you doing, Rome? Doing pretty good. Good, good, good. Greetings on this beautiful Tuesday. At least it's not raining. Right. It's been raining another day. It's raining a lot. I heard some stat that in Connecticut we are 16 inches above normal for the year. Wow. A lot That's of floods. That's not good. No. No. Your water table is so high up. You know, that's one of the reasons basements are flooding. And my gosh, I was looking at the humidity down in my basement on Monday. It was 60%. And that was with the dehumidifier going. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Almost so, uh, nightmare. Start off with some fun. Um, yeah. So my movie of the week is Chupa. It's on Netflix. Chupa. It's basically the history of that Latin monster of the Chupacabra, I think it's called, yeah. <laughs> so it's H C H U P A. Yep. All right. Mrs. B and I'll check it out. I'm gonna go with something mainstream. Okay. Wonka. Wonka. I haven't seen it. Have you? I haven't seen it. Now I gotta tell you, I like the old Willy Wonka. Like the old, 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 <coughs> excuse me, with Gene Wilder back in the, oh, those Oompa Loompas were really good. <laughs> um, and then, I don't know, that whenever I watch the Wonka movie, I want to eat chocolate. <laughs> right. They got those golden tickets with the chocolate bars. It just looks so good. Right. Um, did you read the book when you were a kid? Because I did. It was fun. I, I probably did, most likely, yeah. Yeah, it was one of those fun books. So that's my movie. That's my movie. The new one, right? Yeah, yeah, it's just out in the box office. I don't know how it's doing. And I think, shockingly, Gene Wilder did it. But then I think 20 years ago, like Johnny Depp did it. And now wow. they're doing it again. So what's old is new, Rome? What's well, old? Gotta go see it. Yeah, yeah. Be something to check out. I'm off next week. I'm pretty excited. So I got some nice. days I got to burn, but I'll be on the Rome show. Don't worry. But CT News updates will happen. Will happen. Right. How about your sports team? What do we? I got uh, Connecticut Sun. They're doing. They've been doing real good. Yeah. How are they doing? Uh, are they? Are they in the? They're in the playoffs now, or the championship ready? If I'm not mistaken, yes. That's but, uh, uh they've been winning a lot of games. They've been doing real good. And do you ever get to any games? I haven't yet, I'll admit it. I want to. I've, I've been to one at Mohegan Sun. How was it? They won, of course. It was yeah. real good. Yeah. How'd you like going to a game there? I've never been to a game. It's just it's far, but it's professional basketball. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's like um the real deal. It's, it's a real big stadium too. Interesting. All right. Yeah. Well, and then you can always do the slots after or blackjack or go to the food court. Right. Johnny Rockets. <laughs> Johnny Rockets. That's right. Give me a burger and fries. Absolutely. I'll never say no to that. It's uh, America's favorite meal. For me, sports wise, Giants has to be after. 
I would argue the best win of our season. Um, we beat Green Bay on Monday night. We never win Monday night football. We had no business beating Green Bay, frankly. We've had a terrible season. But we've got this young guy, Tommy DeVito, that you know all the experts are saying it's just a matter of time before that carriage turns into a pumpkin. But uh, uh, <laughs> it's fun. I mean, who would ever thought? You know, and I mean, I keep saying to my wife as we're watching the games, I'm like, if we keep winning, this is going to be a movie. I think we're at that point. I mean, New Jersey kid goes to a high school in New Jersey, grows up watching the Giants. I don't know if he was a Giants fan. I'm going to assume he was, but I could be wrong. Um, and now he's playing for the Giants and in one of the worst seasons ever comes in after the main quarterback and the backup quarterback both go down and he leads them to three straight wins. Who You can't make that script up. And then he lives at home with his mom who he says makes great chicken cutlets and does his laundry. <laughs> I mean, what a story. Right. I mean, that's it's like better, better than the stories we do here. It's a miracle. Yeah. Truth is stranger than fiction. I've been saying that forever. It's true. It is true. Right, and um, last one is uh, the drink of the week. is uh, I picked the mango pineapple refresher with green tea from Dunkin' Donuts. You got to try it. For me, I would say it is any beer that's not light. Okay. You're at that. <laughs> we're 10 days away from the first day of winter. And this time of the year, you want some beer that sticks to your ribs a little bit. You know, you don't want that cold stuff that runs right through. You want something a little you know, right. something that got some taste. So <laughs> I would say an IPA or a stout, something like that. Bring it. Those are strong, too. Yep, and they're a wee bit strong. Yes, definitely <laughs> have one after you've already come home. Right. <laughs> or have a driver. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> so what's the news update you got? Oh, my gosh. We got news coming out our ears. Um let me see if I, I'm not sure if I got the breaking news down. I might have to just wing that. Yep, I'm going to have to wing that. Literally, as I came up here, you know that Mystic Aquarium, you know, is one of our state's great resources. It's this awesome, you know, uh, museum, for lack of a better term, but just where you get to see all kinds of things with nature and, you know, the sea. And one of the things they're doing there now is they've been rehabilitating all kinds of wildlife. This has been, you know, one of the projects they've done for years and years. Well, a little bit disappointing. They took four sick beluga whales from Canada. And today uh, they announced that three now, a total of three have passed. Uh, there's one still left. It's very tough with these animals. Um, I mean, I, you know, it's, it's with fish, you know, you, they're in the water and to diagnose them and all that stuff. It's not like you just put them up on the operating table or something. Check them out, you know. So uh, sad news there, but they are heartened that uh, the one beluga is still with us. Um, what I'm going to do, I think, is let's talk about the other fish story that I've got here today. Since we're talking about whales, which are mammals, um, but let's switch it over to the aquatic world and the fish species. I got one heck of a story here. You have goldfish when you're a kid? Lots of them. <laughs> really? Yeah. And how'd that go? Do you still have any of them? 
No, I stopped. I used to have a lot of them. And did you ever have any that you might have flushed down the toilet? <laughs> or that yeah. your mom or dad did? Yeah. <laughs> and, well, wait till you hear this. Giant goldfish have been appearing in freshwater lakes around the country. It's a development that certainly has surprised people because, again, these are giant goldfish. One guy says he's caught 10 of these giant fish on Lake Erie, and it's just not their big either. Uh, there's also a population explosion that has – this is also a population explosion that has negative impacts on aquatic ecosystems and native species because, you mean know, you think about it. You introduce anything new. To the environment and like Einstein said right every action has a reaction so it's not all puppies and rainbows or goldfish and rainbows here um, experts told the Today Show's Maggie Vespa it's due to human error pet owners flushing goldfish down the toilet and they live and become these massive huge fish that's interesting wow just wild. Yeah. Just wild. It's pretty cool. Lots of wildness. Yeah. <laughs> the Great Lakes research. Uh, yeah. Maggie Vespa. Yeah, that's um, she's the uh, reporter from the Today Show that I guess did the story on this. Um, and you know that's. That's one of our big national stories today, but there, there's quite a few local ones too. Um, we've had this situation in Manchester. You know, you and I have talked quite a bit about the reckless on our roads piece that NBC Connecticut did last month. We actually are putting the finishing touches on an extended version of that that'll be on your Roku devices and other streaming platforms where you find NBC Connecticut. It's called Reckless on Our Roads. And what aired at 11 o'clock on November 16th was a four-minute version. This is now a seven-minute version. And we have extra interviews and, you know, other outtakes that are really interesting. But when it comes to driving, you know, our big concern about aggressive driving is we want to get home, right? We want to get home and see your family. Yes. Uh, wait till you hear this one. Police arrested a man who is accused of pointing a gun at a woman who had honked her horn at him in Manchester early Sunday morning. Officers responded to the Fuel Plus gas station in Manchester at 220 Spruce Street, right near downtown, to investigate a road rage incident. The victim told the man was partly blocking the entrance when she was trying to get into the parking lot, and she honked her horn. And the man started waving his arms at her. The woman drove into the lot, went into the store, and found the man waiting when she returned to the parking lot. And when she got into her vehicle to leave, the man walked toward her car while pointing a handgun at her. And when she told him that she was calling police, he left. However, you can check this out on the NBCConnecticut.com uh, page. There's actual surveillance video of him. We captured one of the stills where he's pointing this handgun. I mean, could you imagine? It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's just sometimes you got to honk your horn if somebody's blocking something or, you know, it's literally a safety hazard. I mean, I, look, we weren't there. 
We don't know, but I don't think there's ever a good reason to pull a gun on somebody. You know? Yeah. That's crazy. Let's try to save somebody's life. So, we got some other police news. Um, have you heard about this street takeover stuff? I seen, yes, I did see something about it earlier. So this all started back, I think it was this past summer. Uh, there was this incident in Tallinn, and they took over a street there, and police, state police did not really respond in the way at least that the public was expecting it would. And they, you know, create a big hullabaloo. I remember that night. I was, I think it was in the spring, maybe early summer, I can't remember. I was out in my backyard, it just had gotten dark, and I heard all the screeching tires and everything. I live in South Windsor. Tolland is like two towns away. There's South Windsor, and then there's Vernon, and then there's Tolland. And I could hear the street takeover two towns away. All those, I mean, just hundreds of cars screeching and, you know, doing donuts and burnouts. Well, over the weekend, they had some big stuff going on. And this time, it was targeted down in the southern portion of our state. And police departments in multiple communities there were, are now investigating a string of these street takeovers. Uh, people in Shelton, Milford, and North Haven all reported events that impacted towns on Saturday night. North Haven police said Universal Drive, which is next to a busy shopping area, was flooded with vehicles and people on Saturday night. And it took the assistance of multiple police departments to break this up. Around eight o'clock Saturday, North Haven police are estimating more than 1,500 vehicles converged and brought traffic in the area to a standstill. That's what what's going on here, Rome? That's crazy. Too much going on. Why would you do that? makes no sense right so one way law enforcement is tracking this check this is they've got these gps trackers now so you know they really aren't supposed to be pursuing when they flee anymore uh, for the most part and of course a lot of people are taking advantage of that however new technology they can actually shoot these little foam kind of almost darts that stick to the car and they have mm -hmm. a gps tracking device on them and so wow. what they do is they then follow them back wherever they go. And then they go to their house and they say, hey, John Q. Public, come on down to the popo with me. <laughs> yeah, pretty interesting. But, you know, it's just don't we have anything better to do? We take over a street and burn out our tires. Yeah. I mean, am I crazy or I mean, I am. But I mean, <laughs> don't they have they have stuff like that, like uh, off road racing and stuff like that. There's places for that. Yeah. Yeah. You go out to the dirt track or something like that, right? Right. Or, you know, I know what happens. People go to areas and they drag, but, you know, street takeover makes no sense to me. Um, and I have a feeling that, you know, they're going to figure out how to stop this. Just give them a little time. They will. Yeah. But uh, be careful. Be careful. And we got one more story in sports, if I may. Um, have you heard about this Shohei Otani thing? I did it. Okay. So Shohei Otani is arguably 
the best player in baseball. He can pitch and hit, arguably better than anybody pitching and hitting. I mean, he's he's won tons of games, tons of strikeouts. I think he got the MVP this year, or he came close. He just signed a massive contract. You heard about that? I did. Seven hundred million, right? Seven hundred million, and it's not normal though. Shocking. Besides the amount, it's a ten-year deal. Never a good idea. And of course, going to the Dodgers, in my opinion, never a good idea. But be that as it may, he's twenty-nine years old, two-time MVP, not one time, and he's only going to take home while he's playing. So for the next ten years, he's only going to get paid two million a year. Two million a year. Twenty million. Two million a year. That's it. That's that's basically the major league minimum. And then once he retires at age 39, he's going to get the remainder. That it's a deferral. And then each of those times, he'll be getting something like 30 or 40 million a year for years and years on end. Hmm. You know, so he will be set in his retirement life. <laughs> yeah. But you better make sure you get the money. That's the only thing. It's like, you know, everybody wins the lottery. They're always like, I want it right now. I don't care about the 50% tax. I want to make sure I get my money. So we'll see what happens. Have you ever heard of the Mets? There's something called Bobby Bonilla Day. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the day they pay him. I think it's in the fall. And they pay him like some ungodly amount. I think it's like $5 million, $10 million. He hasn't played for the Mets in like 20 years. So clearly, Rome, you and I got in the wrong line of work. <laughs> right. Well, that's all the news I got. All right. so I'm going to go back and cruise for some more news. We uh, Let me see. What do we got going this week? We're going to have a story. Today is the middle of the week. I would say by the end of the week, December 13th, 14th, we'll have a pretty big story from NBC Connecticut Investigates. And, you know, if you listen to this podcast later than that, you will see it. Just go to the investigate section on NBCConnecticut.com and you can check it out there. But it'll be about a day kit. Big story. Right. Go check it out. Yeah. Please do. And you stay well. And we will see you next week. All right. You too, man. See you next week. Right. Take care, bro. All right. Take care.